Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Dr. Rosalind Clark here today with Max O'Brien and I.S. Drew. It's day 1,428 since we came back on the air. Agnes, could you give the listeners a little context about what we're going to be talking about today, since I think a lot of people might not remember. Definitely. Okay, listeners, we're getting into the Wayback Machine now, all the way back to our first year on the air, when we got a visit from Jane Hotchman and her husband, Ethan. When she got here, she was carrying her child in her womb, but when she left, she was carrying her child in her arms. It was such a magical day, and I got to help with the delivery. As I recall, Dr. Clark was kind of grossed out by it. This is true. People hear the title doctor and make all kinds of incorrect assumptions about my medical abilities. Anyway, please continue, Agnes. When we heard from her next, she'd moved to Deerfield, one of the communities that used to be nearby. Her husband had been killed under some rather suspicious circumstances, possibly by the man whose house they sheltered in for a few nights. But she'd gotten out of that situation and was happily raising her son, who she named Drew Maximus Clark Hotchman because of all the help we'd given them. Although somehow he'd ended up with the nickname Radar. And then we all know what happened to Deerfield. The zombie horde Medusa came through and wiped out everything. We didn't hear from them at all the next year. But yesterday, a letter came in from her. We were all really excited. That's right. So, with all that backstory taken care of, here's the latest. Jane evacuated from Deerfield well before Medusa came through and traveled for a short time. But being mobile with a two-year-old is a recipe for attracting zombies. So, she eventually managed to find a small community a couple of states over, and she's been there ever since. I can't believe Radar is three already. Time is just flying by. I know. The kid and I share a birthday, so that also kind of puts things in perspective, at least for me. This is all exciting news, but she did say one thing that kind of disturbed me a little. She talked about how important Radar was, not just to her, but in general. The potential that he has and how it's her job to make sure he lives up to it. What's wrong with that? It just feels like it's too much pressure and significance to put on a toddler. We all have amazing potentials, but if you put that kind of pressure on a child, it can lead to feelings of failure when they get older. I get that. It's like you're expected to do great things, but if you're okay with just kind of going with the flow, then it feels like you're letting people down. Sounds like you're speaking from experience, both of you. I eventually came to terms with it and learned how to be content with myself, but it didn't happen overnight. There was something else in the letter that caught my attention. Jane said that Radar is still a little too fussy and rambunctious to do any kind of long-distance travel safely. But once he's a little older, she's thinking of coming back into this area. I wonder if she might be persuaded to be a permanent resident in Amoria. Couldn't hurt to ask. She doesn't know about it yet, though, does she? Oh, who knows. I can't get a solid handle on what our broadcast range is. She says she's a couple of states away and we're broadcasting on the AM dial, so it's theoretically possible she's been able to tune in occasionally. But that would require a receiver of some kind. Um, I'm planning to write back to her, but we'll have to see how long that will take. She said she's living in a community called Shady Plains, so hopefully that's enough of an address to get a reply to her. Hopefully so. It would be nice to at least let her know we got the letter. 
It was so neat reading about all of Radar's developmental milestones. He's talking, knows how to dress himself. He can follow simple instructions. I'm still wary of building his potential up in his little minds too much. But it sounds like he's got all the tools necessary to do great things. I wish you could have sent a picture. I miss being able to send pictures to people. Oh, that's a good idea. Let's trade something to William and ask him to do a portrait of the three of us and send that with our reply. That is a good idea. I like that a lot. Okay, listeners. Sounds like we're all going to be sitting for a portrait soon. So we should get that started. Anything else from either of you? Not from me. Me neither. So we'll be back tomorrow, listeners. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Max O'Brien, Dr. Rosalind Clark, and Agnes Drew. Take care of each other.